Hi there, welcome to the Pastor's Table. I'm Pastor Jason McKay. And today in our episode today, we're going to be talking about the love of God again. We've been on the subject of faith, and we've been talking also about how God's love is an important part of our faith. And this episode, we're going to be talking more specifically about how the fact that God protects us and cares for us, and that uh, it doesn't matter what circumstance we're going through, uh, He has protection for us. And in that place of protection, God's love still stays with us and helps us to get through. And that how we can walk in love towards other people, even if we are being uh, persecuted by them or if they're being difficult to deal with, that same love that God loves us with is in us and can flow through us towards others who are around us. Hope you enjoy. Hi, and welcome to the pastor's table. We've been talking about faith, and last the last episode we were talking about love, and faith works by love. So we're delving deeper, and we're going to continue on this topic of love and uh, how it, it how our faith is working that way. In Galatians five, I just wanted to read here uh, in verse two. It says, "Oh no, I'm sorry. I'm in Ephesians five, verse two. It says, and walk in love as Christ also has loved us." giving himself for us an offering, a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. The kind of love that God has is different than the world, what the world offers. And so we're going to continue to talk about that. Walking in love, what does that look like? It, and it's not the love that we see there, it's the love we see through Jesus mm-hmm. and what he did for us on the cross, that kind of love. And you might say, how can I do that? Well, we can because Amen. we have His Holy Spirit in mm-hmm. us, and we can do that too. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I, I think we also have to recognize it's not just what Jesus did for us, but that how He, it, it's not just the, the moment at the cross, which a lot of times we, we stop there. We make it all about the cross, and, and I'm not trying to put it down in any way, but it's the what is now working, all the plans that came up to that moment, but that moment has a resurrection that comes after. Amen. And that resurrection life. is the life that was was provided for us and, and it put into action all of the things. Yes. So that every person would, would not fall down in any in any way. Mm-hmm. That it was there. We were talking one of our other uh, a couple of days ago, I think, uh, how many places where it said uh, he'll keep you from falling. That's and, and praying those things and and that's part I think we missed the part God loves us so much, he's always had a protection plan for us. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and, then, and we're walking through it and we're like, did you see that, God? Did you see that? <laughs> he said, I saw, I saw. And maybe he had some instruction of love that we just didn't want to listen to. Right. <laughs> the panic praying? <laughs> After the fact. <laughs> and then, and then mm-hmm. Or the, God, if you get me out of this one, you know. Oh, yeah, then. yeah. I'll, surely I'll, I'll obey you then. <laughs> My life will be turned around. <laughs> Do you know, I was watching this thing on the, one of the history programs, and they were talking about something called... And I, and I took up crocheting again recently, so I was kind of preoccupied in this program came on and they talked about third band syndrome. Huh. Kind of, it caught my ear because I thought, are they talking about the fourth band that we all know about from mm-hmm. Daniel? Mm-hmm. But no, third band syndrome. It's a real thing. Really? Yes. What is it? Third band syndrome is where somebody gets into a situation, life or death, 
And they feel that some being has come alongside and brought calm and peace and mm -hmm. got them to the other side when they were in a place where they could be destroyed. Wow. The, where their life is in severe danger. And so they were talking about this and they gave all these, these examples and this person he was out to see and the winds came up suddenly and he was all by himself and, and he just felt like someone was there with him and said, keep going. And he was so exhausted and he was out uh, and had been out there rowing and rowing and trying to come back to shore. But this person or presence, he didn't see anybody in the natural, mm -hmm. but this presence was there that got him to the other side. Another was two people in, in a boat, and they said it would vary in situations. And so this caught science attention because they couldn't, they couldn't find any reason for this. Mm -hmm. So here's the fun part. You'll love this, Pastor. Mm -hmm. They tried to duplicate it with a science experiment. <laughs> Putting someone peril? Oh, yay. <laughs> that sounds safe. They did it in a lab, <laughs> and they used robots, and they tried to put the person into a state of peril in a science lab. Hmm. Really? Right. And they're poking him with all these things. And he said, we were able to recreate a situation where the person felt peril. Wow. But the response was entirely different. Hmm. He said, when the people were out in the sea and, and it happened that way, kind of organically, you know how much I love that word, <laughs> they felt peace. Hmm. When every time they did it in the lab, the person felt fear. Mm -hmm. When they tried to recreate it, man's way, mm -hmm. I think there's a whole big sermon in that <laughs> yeah. about how we try to do things our way. Mm -hmm. Try to move God. Try to move God. When he's not moving. He's not moving. He's a rock. <laughs> I, I just, I started to smile watching that thinking, <laughs> these people need Jesus. <laughs> he is a deliverer. Yes. Yeah. Amen. A mighty deliverer. And sometimes you are in the middle of a storm. Yeah. And God will deliver you. Yeah. That, that's, that's a right. price. Mm -hmm. that's, that's the love of God. Yeah. That's the love of God. Amen. Jesse DePlantis, actually, who's a, a great minister of the gospel. If you've never heard of him, look him up on YouTube. He has some great sermons. He said before he would, had given his life to Christ, um, he was, in his words, these are his words, yeah. he was a heathen of heathens. Mm -hmm. He knew how to sin and do it well. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, he was he got himself into a car accident where a very serious car accident where he, his car rolled actually and he said that he literally felt a hand or something come on his mm. shoulder and keep him in his seat as the car was rolling because it didn't just kind of roll over it rolled mm -hmm. uh, and um which is exactly what you're talking that that is that's the love of God working in his life. Even before he became a, a mm -hmm. born-again Christian, now his mom was definitely praying for him. If you listen to him, he talks a lot about that, that she was praying for him a lot. But um, God is always there to show his love That's in right. any form that we need in that situation. Yes. Whether it's encouragement to get past the, the swells or the currents that you're in a rowboat and you're trying to get back to shore or you're trying to deal with the difficult person. It is the love of God that brings us into that situation that gives us the ability to speak into that situation and, um, and bring life to that situation. Yes, uh, yes, absolutely. That's right. Amen. Uh, there's a, a familiar verse that we have here um, in Romans chapter 5. 
And many of us know uh, Romans 5, verse 5, right? Yes. It says, uh, hope never disappoints. This is the amplified version here. It says, hope never disappoints or deludes or shames us, for God's love has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Mm. Yes. Amen. And we know that verse, and it's a good one. I mean, you can look at that and say, okay, God's love is in me. I have the ability to walk in love. And that's absolutely true. And it's, it's not because of uh, your own natural ability. It's through the Holy Spirit who has been given to you. So yeah. you have His ability to walk in love on the inside of you. So there's, there's lots of good things we can learn from that. However, the, the verses after give a context for this kind of love. And it says, while we were yet in weakness and powerless, amplified, powerless to help ourselves, at the fitting time Christ died for the ungodly. Mm. And then he goes on to say, now it's an extraordinary thing that for one to give his life, even for an upright man, uh, though perhaps for a noble or generous person, benefactor, someone might even dare to die. But God shows and clearly proves his love for us. I like that. He clearly proves his yes. love for us by the fact that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Mm. Amen. So what he's going on and describing here is God's love for us. Mm -hmm. He's saying while you were still a sinner, while you were still hopeless, helpless, you couldn't do anything on your own, it was in that place, when you didn't even know God before you were even born, it was in that place mm -hmm. that He showed, He proved His love for you yes. by sending His Son to die on a cross Hallelujah. for you. Mm -hmm. Amen. And that is His proof of His love for us. So the love that's been poured out in our hearts mm -hmm. is that love. Amen. Yes. That same love Amen. that is able to lay down its life for someone else, regardless of what they look like on the outside, regardless of what they've done. Mm -hmm. That's the love that's in us. And we know this verse pretty well, this chapter, because it starts off by talking about how, how we're in this great place and that we should uh, even rejoice in our circumstances, our afflictions and, and hardships, because it produces patient uh, and unswerving endurance, and that, that endurance by sticking through it helps develop mature character and integrity, and this, this character produces joyful, confident hope, and this hope doesn't disappoint us because God's love has been poured out. Mm -hmm. This whole thing is talking about how the fact is, is that no matter what difficulty we're going through, mm -hmm. there is something that God can work in you by His love. Yes. And it's Amen. not just His love in, in the sense of you having that love for others. It is that. It's also the fact that no matter how hard it may be now, when you were a sinner mm -hmm. and lost, mm -hmm. God died for you. Amen. He That's sent right. His Son to die for you and Amen. got you out of that. Yeah. So this, the difficulty you're enduring now, mm -hmm. well, he still loves you the same way. He didn't yes. quit loving yes. you yes. in the middle of the trial or whatever it is that yes. you're going through now. Yeah. Yes. So if it was real, if we tend to think that what's happening with us right now is the worst thing if we're going through sure. a situation. Mm -hmm. We live in that moment, you know, yeah. some tragedies, yeah. and that is all-consuming, and that's the worst thing that can happen. But actually, before you were saved was, was the worst thing that could happen. <laughs> That's right. That That's was the right. worst thing. You just didn't realize it. You just didn't know it. Yeah. And in that moment, His love saved you. That's right. Right. So Amen. when you know that love and you uh -huh. have a conscious awareness and yeah. knowing that love that the Holy Spirit has poured out in you, then you have the endurance and the ability to go through no matter what is Amen. happening. Amen. And that's why you can have a confident, 
expectation, that, uh, that hope, that confident expectation, and it will never disappoint. That's right. Right. It will yeah. never let mm -hmm. you down Amen. because God has already brought you through. He's already done everything and, and proven his love for you That's no right. matter what it is that you're going through. Amen. Yes. Now let's turn that lens that's looking at us now to, to outward mm -hmm. to your family member or that coworker. Mm -hmm. Sure. And you go, you're, you're crying because they're being so mean and they are hurting me and they're doing this and they're being mean. They don't know God. <laughs> That's they're right. that sinner like we were that That's sinner. That's right. And just as Christ died for them, we can look at them differently, knowing that they're not in the right place. Mm -hmm. And we have something to help them to get to the right place. Amen. Yeah. You know what? I come across a lot of uh, a lot of people uh, in the workplace that that say you know I you know what I can't go into a church that you don't know what I've done in my life uh, and quite quite often they've said that and and I was listening to a sermon the other day and uh, I think possibly it was Jesse to plan this again and he was saying think about this if G if God the Father loved Jesus more than he loves us he wouldn't have sent his son to die for us. Mm, that's right. He would have preserved his son. You think about a parent yeah. mm -hmm. with their children and they're, they're in amongst the children. Um, actually, it, it actually happened to me a very long time ago. I was at, uh, at um, a, a medical clinic with the girls and um, we were sitting on the outside edge waiting to go in and the window was right behind us. And um, all of a sudden, this loud, like very, very loud crash and bang came. And I literally picked up the girls and stepped over the coffee table with the girls in my hand. Wow. And, and to get them away from, from the window, because what had actually happened is right next door, a car had gone through the front window. Hmm, and it sounded wow. like it was right there. Uh, I didn't care yeah. about anybody else in that room except for my girls and keeping them safe. That's how God sees us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yes. That is how God sees you. Yes. You right. cannot yes, have yes. done anything in your life to change the fact of how much God loves you. He loves you just as much as he loves his own son. And that is why he sent his son to die on the cross for you so that you don't have to live that life in the world full of sin, but you can live a life of freedom in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. Amen. As you let that love come into your heart and it's really about just allowing it giving it permission welcoming it and saying God I welcome your love into my life you'll be able to love the people who are more difficult or or giving it away in this situation there is a place you mentioned sacrifice and I don't know how we can come to a place of, of sacrifice ourselves for another without love you can't do yeah, that's it. right Sacrifice and love are partners. Yeah. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's that's totally what's mm -hmm. happening there. Mm -hmm. And so when you think about your family members that are ugly or whatever, or having a hard time with, we don't know their circumstances. I'm not excusing them. I'm not excusing people from doing wrong. But let's keep right here. Mm -hmm. We've got to keep right here. It's too easy to take up offense. That's right. And And it's not worth it. It's never worth it. The place where you get in unforgiveness really is a stopper for his life to flow. And it doesn't really matter what they've done. We could line them up all day long. We could share testimonies of people who've done us wrong. Mm -hmm. 
And and you might go, oh, that's terrible. That's terrible, Pastor. Nobody should have ever done that to you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't believe anybody did that to you. Mm-hmm. And you could get involved mm-hmm. with us mm-hmm. in the offense. Mm-hmm. Secondhand offense. Oh, and that's special. <laughs> I mean, you could start. Feisty. Absolutely. <laughs> when someone touches my kids, I get that feisty thing going on. <laughs> and and that's not going to fix it. No. Nope. Never. No. Nope. But yielding, and, and that, I think, is the hard part, is how do I yield to love? How do I let it in? We use words like that in Christianity. We use, let God in, let him love you, let it up. But it really is about permission, and permission is an act of faith. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we're talking about faith. Believing that what we're saying will work for you. When I believe that if I, I say, Jesus, I welcome this, I'm believing that something's going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that this is where it's going to take place. I know I need this part of God. I don't care about my physical needs. I need, I've got some spiritual things going on in my heart where I, I, I want and I long for understanding or I long to have a revel, revelation of what God really is saying in this. Yeah. And so if I'm going to have that, I'm going to have to allow. I'm going to have to let. And that's my faith in action. I believe that when I say, God, I'll let you have this part, that he will. Mm-hmm. And that's not that complicated, not really. Yes. Yes. I think we try to complicate it, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you talk, you've talked a lot about people who, like, uh, have that dare to love me thing. Oh, yeah. You know, and they, you know, you're going to have to love me how I am. Mm-hmm. And and then they put up those ugly prickles. Oh, my goodness. But you, God loves you. <laughs> you don't have to do anything or be anything special. Say anything special. Do, like, nothing. Yeah. He still loves you. Yeah. And we don't have to go around proving it either. That's right. You don't have to, oh, look, I'm going to go out and find something really ugly or some really difficult situation, some really hard to love person, and I'm going to show them <laughs> I love God. I'm going to, you know. Yeah. Maybe listen to the Holy Spirit instead. <laughs> well, you'll have a reaction. <laughs> yeah, you will. You will. We're called to... God shows us who to talk to. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. We're called to different people, and some people are we. I've like we t- use this language on our plate. Mm-hmm. Those people that you think about, and the Holy Spirit's drawing your attention to those people. That's for a reason. Yeah. yeah. Those are the people that you need to demonstrate love for. Maybe pray first. Mm-hmm. Yes, maybe. Pray first. See what God is showing you. Why are they on your heart? Mm-hmm. And what can you do mm-hmm. to show God's love? Mm-hmm. And maybe it's not what you think it is. Mm. Maybe it's not ramming this down their throat. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's doing something mm-hmm. that moves them. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. God thought about them. Because they're crying out. That's right. They're crying out. They might not know that they're crying out to God. Mm-hmm. But there's something that they need. And we can hear the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and deliver that to them. Amen. If you'll hear the Holy Spirit, you won't be just uh, trying to put oil in the, in the squeaky wheel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My husband used to always say, you know, in a squeaky wheel, you can keep pouring oil in, but until you change the, that part of the wheel that's broken, mm-hmm. it'll keep squishing wheel, oil out. You can just keep pouring for the rest of your life. You're not going to get any oil. Mm-hmm. Holy Spirit will show you, just like you're saying. <laughs> Actually, one of my daughter's tires has an extremely slow leak in it right now. And I haven't had time to 
fully deal with it. So every morning, I'd go and check the pressure in the tire and tell her what it is, and then she has, she's got the, the pump in her car, and she pumps it up just the bit that she needs, but it's the squeaky wheel because I have to keep dealing with it until I deal with the actual issue and figure out what the actual issue is with that tire. We're going to have to keep doing that over and over again until we get to the root Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. That's right. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us today. We know that God has the answer yeah. for every squeaky wheel in our life. Mm -hmm. And He loves us so much. And His Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit pours in the oil, pours in the help. He sure does. Pours in the healing. <laughs> and we can see lives changed. Amen. <laughs>